Jesus made the statement in John chapter 9, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. What in the world did he mean by that? My name is David Miller, and I'm the pastor of membership here at McGregor Baptist Church, and this is Beyond the Notes. This past Sunday, we uh, looked at the first 12 verses of John chapter 9, where Jesus and the disciples come across a blind man, one that had been blind from birth. And the disciples are really puzzled by this man. As I mentioned on Sunday, the disciples had been taught most of their life that any physical suffering a person was experiencing in their life was a direct result of their own personal sin. So in verse 2 of John 9, Jesus asked the question, uh, they asked, no, the disciples asked Jesus, excuse me, um, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And again, if you understand what some of the rabbis taught in that day, you can kind of understand the mentality behind the disciples' questions. Their, their thinking was that somebody's sin must be to blame for this man being born blind. But in Jesus' answer, what he does is he affirms a sovereign purpose in human suffering, particularly in verse 3 when he says, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. So in one sentence, Jesus rejects both of the options the disciples thought caused this man's blindness, and on top of that, he affirms that God actually has a purpose in this man being born blind. And that purpose, he says, was that the works of God might be displayed in him. Now, I spent a lot of the messages past Sunday dealing with the implications of verse 3 and what all that means. So if you didn't get to hear that, you can hear the entire message, and that can also be found on this podcast channel. But what I didn't have time to get to was the rest of Jesus' answer in verses 4 and 5 of John 9. Let me read the whole thing uh, together so we can hear the whole answer in context. So, beginning in verse 2 of John 9, and his disciples ask him, Rabbi, who sinned this man or his parents that he was born blind? Jesus answered, verse 3, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. Verse 4, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. And then finally in verse 5, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. I want you to notice a couple of things in verses 4 and 5. Notice first that Jesus begins verse 4 with the word we, which is a very important pronoun. We must work the works of him who sent me, meaning him and his disciples at that time. But but that we is also for us who follow Jesus now. Believers today are included in that same work, which, as Jesus said, are the works of him who sent me. Well, that begs the question, who is the one that sent Jesus? <laughs> well, if you know the scriptures, you know that the heavenly Father sent him. And why did the Father send Jesus? Well, We've already seen that previously in John 3, but even if you haven't been with us for the John series, you'll probably be familiar with this passage, John 3, 16 through 18. 
For God so loved the world that he gave. Translation, the Father sent. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. Again, that's John 3, 16 through 18. So the reason the Father sent the Son uh, is, is clear to, to give eternal life so that we would not perish. And being a proclaimer of that message is the works in John 9 that he and his disciples would carry out. By the way, we get to participate in that today as well. What, what's being described in John 9 as sharing the gospel, the work that Jesus is talking about, the good news of the gospel, that God the Father has made provision for salvation of sinners like you and me when we turn from our sin and trust Christ by faith. The, the trusting in the Son who the Father has sent. So for Jesus, the salvation of sinners is the unique work the Father has sent him to accomplish. But for the disciples and for us today, our mission is to herald the good news of the work that Jesus has accomplished. Jesus never lost sight of his primary mission, and he didn't want his disciples to lose sight of their primary mission then. And today, we still have that same mission, and we, ne we can't neglect it either. We are privileged to herald the gospel, the good news of what God has done for sinners like us. You may have noticed in John 9 that Jesus is already preparing for his disciples and his departure. When he says in verse 4, we must work the works of him who sent me while it is day, night is coming when no one has worked. Okay, so what, what is the last part of that verse all about? The, the while it is day, night is coming that no one can work. Well, I think Jesus is making preparations for the disciples after he physically leaves them. See, Jesus's work has an end point, which brings about an urgency. And I think that's what he's getting at here. In not too many chapters, if you keep reading in the book of John, Jesus is about to shift from his incarnational ministry on the earth, his life on this planet, to which he refers to as day. But there's an urgency about that because he's about to head into night. The cross, his death, when his work of absorbing the wrath of the Father for the sins of rebels like us, taking on the penalty of sin for all those who would eventually believe in him, that's what night is. Again, that's why the Father has sent the Son. The Father didn't send the Son to heal everyone on the planet at that time because if he did, Jesus was a failure. Remember, the context of John 9 is the healing of this blind man, but like all the miracles that Jesus did, they point to something greater, the deity of Christ, that he is God and he is the Messiah sent by God. And he says in verse 5, I am the light of the world. And that's not because he's going to heal every person but it's because the Father has sent God the Son for a particular work of saving sinners, which requires the Son's 
sacrificial death on a brutal cross. As John Piper puts it, Jesus will turn from a ministry of healing to a ministry of dying. See, even when we're at the point in John chapter 9, there's a soon coming moment in the life of Jesus when he stops relieving suffering and he begins enduring suffering himself for those he would redeem. Well, that wraps up our Beyond the Notes podcast for this week. Thank you very much for joining us. We'd love for you to just subscribe to our podcast. And if you haven't done so, what are you waiting on? Goodness. In all seriousness, we'd love for you to click that subscribe button for us. Also, feel free to leave us a review. We'd love to have your feedback. And uh, we also have other podcasts, too, on the Beyond the Notes. So hop on over to McGregorPodcast.com to learn all about the different ones that are there and how to listen to them. And if this particular podcast has been an encouragement to you, share it with somebody today. You never know how it might bless somebody with one of these episodes. Finally, if you want to be ready for next Sunday's sermon, we will be continuing in John 9 and we will be in verses 13 through 34 as we see what happens next with this formerly blind man. So by all means, feel free to read ahead. God bless.